0: For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, Director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Mike Nolan, a research scientist at the University of Arizona and the science team chief for the OSIRIS-REx Asteroid Sample Return Mission. Mike's going to be talking about the final stages of site selection on the asteroid Bennu, the target of the mission. Welcome, Mike. Thank you, Tim. Let's talk first about how you're going to sample the asteroid. A lot of people assume that you're going to land on it, but that's actually not how you're going to do it. No,
1: our sampler is more like a vacuum cleaner, um, except, of course, in space is a vacuum, we're bringing our own air. We're bringing uh, bottles of nitrogen, and basically we blow the material on the surface into a sample collection and bring it home. That puts some
0: requirements on the kind of sample you can get, right? That does, it means that the sample
1: has to be be loose at least after you blow a really strong jet of air at it. And means that the particles that we are gonna sample can't be bigger than a few centimeters. About an
0: inch would be about the biggest we could do. Right now you're trying to pick out that one perfect site um, what do you want in the site that you sample? We would like the sample to have
1: a lot of this sample material in it. As I said, it can't be bigger than a couple of centimeters, and so we need basically small rocks. Gravel-sized rocks would be perfect. Uh, we need it to be someplace we can get, so we don't want it to be down a mine or we or behind a, a great big rock. We want it to be in a fairly open area. Um, we'd like it to have sort of representative material from the asteroid. We don't want it to be, you know, the one spot we found that was weird. We like to get a sample of what we're there to get. And those are, I think, our main criteria.
0: You have a requirement for the size of the sampling area. What size is that and what determines that?
1: The spacecraft is, is several meters tall, and so we don't want it to fall over and hit something. That's sort of our, our main thing, that, that we can navigate quite well. We don't want it to be too dangerous. We go down and the asteroid has gravity and we'll be moving along at about 10 centimeters a second, which is not very fast. But nonetheless, we don't want to tip over and hit our solar panels or something like that and and then have to figure out how to get home.
0: So the size sampling area you can reach is something about like the size of the spacecraft? Something like the size of the spacecraft. We're, we're looking at
1: areas of sort of 5 to 10 meters in diameter. Probably 10 meters in diameter is, is about what we're, what we're aiming for.
0: What are you doing right now to I, try to
1: identify the best site? So right now we have narrowed down the sites that we're looking at to four. Um, we've given them names and we're studying them in really great excruciating detail. We're doing one sample site a week, uh, so every week we go and take about 500 pictures of one of the sample sites, and then next week we do the next one. And once we get all of these, we're going to go and look for, one, visually where are the best things to go, and do we have a lot of metrics, a lot of different ways to measure the surface, surface roughness, surface size, to see really where the best plot is to go.
0: How did you identify
1: your final four? We started off by imaging the entire asteroid, and then we used a whole bunch of different ways to find good spots. One of them was just people looking at them. We also had a citizen science project where several hundred people uh, went and looked indiv- at different sample potential sample sites. One of those sites did make the final four. Um, two of them were identified by just a person looking, and then the fourth one was identified by some safety metrics So that say this would be the safest spot to go. So we have the safest spot. We have um, three others identified by people.
0: When will you know which one you're going to go after? And then how long will it be until you actually try? So
1: uh, we're supp- we will present to NASA our recommendation for where we're going to go uh, in very early December. And then we spend basically the beginning of next year going and doing even higher fidelity analysis of the top two sites that we choose, our primary and secondary site. And our goal is to go and actually collect this sample uh, sort of mid-summer next year. How far from these sites are you? Our closest we're getting right now to the sites is one kilometer. With our camera we have a very long telephoto lens and so our pixel size is approximately one centimeter. Our highest resolution will actually be next year, once we've identified the sites, and go and really say, is this the place for us? And we'll be getting about half that size. We'll be getting sort of five millimeter size spot, sort of P-sized uh resolution on the on the surface to go and, and make our final uh, decision and really make sure everything's gonna work. And then of course there's a bunch of practice before we actually go and
0: get the sample. Thanks for coming in, Mike. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science with Mike Nolan, the science team chief for the OSIRIS-REx asteroid sample return mission. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.